Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. What's up, Bachelor Nation? I know what you're thinking. This isn't Ben's voice. And you're also thinking, this isn't Ashley's voice. Or if it is, man, pregnancy has really taken a hard left turn for her vocal cords. Nope, this is uh, your favorite friendly bartender slash master of ceremonies, uh, Wells Adams. I'm filling in because guess what? You know, uh, Ben's, 
in the islands with his brand new bride, Jess, and they are doing sexy stuff uh, down there, which means he can't host his own podcast. And Ashley is, I assume, about ready to pop. I don't know how these things work, but I do know that she is carrying a baby, which means um, I don't think she can do the podcast today. So yeah, you get me. Sorry? But that's how it goes. Anyways, I'm excited to do this show, not because I don't love coming on the Almost Famous podcast and chit-chatting with all of you, but because of the guest that we are going to have today, Hannah B., Hannah Brown. She's got a new book out called God Bless This Mess, and uh, well, she has dropped a lot of Hannah bombs, to be fair, lots of them. We found out uh, just a couple days ago, vis-a-vis every um, tabloid magazine, that Apparently, she was hooking up with Peter uh, after his season while he was still with, I don't know, whoever he picked at the end of that thing. Not sure. We're going to get to the bottom of that. We also learn more about her relationship with Tyler Cameron. What really went down during that quarantine crew situation down in Florida? Were they going to pound town during that time? Were they not? I don't know, but we're going to get the answers. So, yeah, excited to talk to Hannah B. about her new book, God Bless This Mess. So just try to do a mental tally in my head. Hannah B's got a book out. Ben's got a book out called uh, Alone in Plain Sight. I believe Ashley and Jared have a children's book out. I believe Peter has a book out. I believe um, Mike Johnson has a book out, which begs the question, were you ever really on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette if you haven't published a book? Also begs the question, who is reading this stuff? Well, I guess you guys are. But we're going to give you guys the cliff notes today. In other Bachelor news, I saw that Katie is no longer with Blake, shockingly enough. But she's now with that guy, John, which she kicked off the show. I guess, way to go. Also saw that Tasha is no longer with Zach. Claire, of course, no longer with Dale. Colton, I guess he's got a Netflix show coming out. Matt and Rachel are still together, which that one's actually a shocker. I would just like to say that the BIP relationships... The show that I work on, the show that, let's be fair, that I host, uh, doing well. Dean and Kaylin, strong. Hannah and Dylan, strong. Joe and Serena, strong. Ashley and Jared, so strong having a kid. Tanner and Jade, so strong. Marissa and Riley, strong. I think Noah and Abigail are back together. Mari and Kenny, strong. Becca and Thomas, they broke up. They're going strong. Listen, I'm not saying that I'm the reason why it's successful. I'm just saying that the show that I work on is killing it. Also, my dogs are barking in the background because they agree with me that BIP is the place to go to find love. All right. Off the soapbox, down to the interview. Let's get Hannah B on the line. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just 
and speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hannah B, Hannah Brown, what's up, dude? Hey, uh, nothing much. Just uh, promoting a book. I have a book coming out. It's- I know. Should I write a book? I feel like I mean- I'm the only person from the Bachelor world that has written a book. I mean, why not? <laughs> what would mine be about, you think? <laughs> um, I thought you have a lot of stories to tell being a bartender on Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, but I am still under contract. Uh, there is an NDA hanging over my head, which I assume uh, you are free and clear of, hence why this uh, beautiful publication has reached the uh, bookshelves. Well, I don't know if I'm even free. I think that it lasts forever, um, parts of it. So, uh, you know, had to make sure everything was, was okay. Um, but yeah, I think we're always under one. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
you you never you never get away from it (laughs) i gotta say you dropped some freaking bombs in this book i haven't read it because i believe it's out like today today Mm -hmm. um but i'm excited to talk to you and go through kind of all the the stuff that you that you revealed in it um i will say i think the last time i saw you it was back when we were able to go to parties and uh, experience the world. And was it the uh, was it the Emmys? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, not the Emmys. It was was it the Golden Globes? Yeah, one of those. One of those. One of those you know. shows. Um, yeah, I feel like you know I had a really weird like. I, I was a bachelorette at a really weird time because I went straight from being on the bachelorette to like being on dancing with stars. And then like, I just started to be able to hang out with people and then like a pandemic happened. Yeah. And so, um, and then, you know, had like my own mental breakdowns and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I haven't really seen many people from the franchise since, since then. Okay. Well, I got to ask because you, um, you unleash a lot of, I guess, I don't know if it's dirt, but information in this book. Have you talked to like, so I know that like Peter's in the crosshairs. Tyler gets a lot of love. By the way, am I in this fucking book? Am I, do I have a chapter or something that I don't know about? Um, you did not make the final edits. Okay, great. <laughs> Good news for me. I'm just waiting for like the Daily Mail to let me know that I had done something wrong. So my first question is this, like, do you give those people that are in your book the heads up that you're having a book uh, that's coming out that has information about their lives? Um, yes. And I mean, like Tyler knew, um, Mm -hmm. because we were kind of writing books at the same time. Uh, but no, I didn't like give them a heads up because I, I really tried to make sure, yes, there was things about our personal lives in there, but we also have shared our personal lives on camera. And, um, I felt like it was really important for me to share my honest, true story and, and everything that I put in there, I wouldn't say it was dirt because I wasn't trying to be like mean spirited or put blame on anybody for any experience because I really tried to, um, have awareness for how I played a part in everything too. So um, even though, yes, there were things that I revealed that people didn't know, it wasn't in a malicious way or to like put people under attack. It was just like, it was things that affected me and had last lasting impacts. And I think a lot of people could connect with. And so, um, yeah, pe- I didn't like let everyone know what was going to be in the book because I didn't really let people read the book before, not even my parents. So everybody's just having all these surprises. <laughs> Have your folks read it now? Have my parents read it now? Yeah. No, they, I mean, they got their books today. My dad was so sweet. He bought, he bought um, a few books for me to sign when I get back home, but they do know what's in there. Like they haven't read it, but like, I was very honest that I was going to be honest about the things that affected me uh, from my childhood and forward. And they're aware that our family has gone through a lot of challenges, but also we've grown through that. Um, and my parents were like, look, like write your story. We support you. We love you. And kind of just gave me free range. The book's called God Bless This Mess, Learning to Live and Love Through Life's Best and then in parentheses, Worst Moments. Um, I hate to do this, but I got to ask the questions uh, about the specifics of the book. I think the one that uh, that this audience cares about, which is your relationship with Peter. And so I guess I'm fuzzy on this. I've read the headlines, but your relationship with Peter, I guess, after he finished um, filming Bachelor, you guys had a hookup session, but he was still kind of with Madison or Hannah. I don't know who he was with, but yeah. um, so what happened? So the last time I saw Peter was him. You know, I was on Dancing with Stars. He was the Bachelor. I went on the show. Last time yeah. I saw him, 
he said he would lead the show to be with me. And that was really hard because I felt like I had just gone through like two pretty major blows to my heart, my ego, everything with thinking that two guys who told me that they loved me, wanted to be with me. Um, it didn't work out. And I think at that point I'm like, Oh my gosh, the only guy who actually loved me, cared about me is now the bachelor. And now they're, I'm being, now I have to go on the show again. And I'm like a mess. And I think a lot of emotion just came from me. Just not like just being like, was this even real? Like how have I let this affect me so much? And now I do not want to be back in this setting. And so the last time everybody sees me together with Peter, but also just for myself before um, everything that happened after the show, I, I was left with, I told him like, you know, I'm not going to be dating anybody. If it doesn't work out for you, like I'd love to go on a date. Well, of course, like we know he ends up getting engaged on the show. And um, I was happy for him and like, but I think there was still like this weird, like that's the last time I talked to him was he wanted me to say I could be with him. So I was really confused. So we had, I think there was talks of us having a conversation on camera after the fact, because it was left so unsettled. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't think either. I, I, I like, I'm not doing that. So I think I, I messaged him. I was like, I think we were both getting contacted about, should we somehow have some type of resolve? And so we just got on the phone and talked to each other. And um, it was really good to catch up. And I think it allowed us like, there's only a few people that can understand what it's like to be a lead of that show. It's it's really hard. And I mean, being a part of the show, I think it's just hard in general, but that whirlwind really connected us. And I think he looked at me as somebody that he could talk to when it was filming. So we kind of like stayed in touch a little, but nothing like crossing the line at all. It was just like supporting him talking through, especially like the first two episodes I was in and knowing he was with somebody like it was all just kind of, it was weird. And I didn't really, wasn't like really happy about being a part of all that because I knew I was really emotional. So anyway, how all that, uh, Hannah Godwin and Dylan's party or engagement party is, um, where we saw each other for the first time. And it was weird. Cause like Jed was there with his girl, like his new girlfriend, Peter was there at one point they like prepared me that Tyler was going to be there. And I'm like, Oh gosh, this is, going to be interesting because I haven't seen anybody. And then all the rest of my (laughs) ex-boyfriends were there too. So it was like, I was really nervous going in there. Um, but Peter was like, I have so much to tell you. Like when we said hello and I was like, what does that mean? Like, he's like, Oh, I just have so much to tell you. And I was like, well, let's talk. Well, the producers were there at the show. I mean, at the party and like kept keeping us away from each other. And so I was like, I want to know, like, what, what are you talking about? So he like texted me afterwards and was like, come outside. And so we sat, we actually like sat in a driveway for a little bit and like around the corner and just talked and it got late and he like drove me home. We kept talking and it was all just about the experience. And then, yeah, I, he was like, well, I have a flight in the morning. Like you want to keep talking and we'll go to Woodland Hills. And I was like, Sure. He's like, and I'll drive you back. Like, let's just, and I'm like, okay, like, sure. Like truly not thinking anything more than we're just like catching up. And that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. And then, um, yeah, I get there. Like he texts me. I mean, he like tells me in the car, his mom texted him. He's like, my mom's still up. She would love to talk to you. Weird. (laughs) Okay. I end up like being in their living room with Barb for like two and a half hours. Peter goes upstairs and leaves me down there. And I'm like, what do I do at this point? Like now I'm like here, like, what do I do? Like, I don't have a ride home. Like it's like some ungodly hour. And yeah, like then I, 
and she was like, well, you want to just stay here? I can like make you a bed. And I'm like, he's like, do you like Peter's already in bed asleep? Like, like, by the way, by the way, Barb is the best wingman I've ever heard of in my entire life. Like she is always trying to get her son, whatever, continue on. I know. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And like, she's always been kind to me, but she was not having Madison, um, Hannah Ann and uh, Peter had already been broken up. Like he had mm-hmm. already ended the engagement. So that's what he was telling me all about, like how all that happened, blah, 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 everything. And then the whole like Madison thing was going on. And at that point he was like, I think it's just like over, like, I'm just going to focus on like, and I'm like, okay, whatever. They weren't talking. Well, I am not in the best emotional place myself. Like I will be completely honest. It was, you know, I've, I've worked a lot this past year and a half to like really un like heal from all that. And so, uh, I went to his brother's room and then Peter texted me and was like, come cuddle. And I was, I remember like sitting there like, yeah, I don't know. Like there's obvious, there was still like some like chemistry and I'm like, you know, at this point, I'm like, none of these guys love me. And I want, I wanted that so bad. And I think because of that, I made really poor decisions for myself. And I went in there, I can remember knowing like, this is such a bad idea. Like, this is just not, I I don't need to be here. And when, you know, we ended up hooking up and it was just kind of like, I remember being like, what did I just do? Like, this was not good for anybody, but also being like so confused. And then like, Wait, but was he into it though? Like, was it, you know, waking up the next morning, like gazing into your eyes? No, no, it was really, I, I felt really, it was like, he, he had to go into work and I'm like, he's like, all right, well, like I'm going to, I got to get ready. Um, if you want to come downstairs, my, my dad's downstairs would love to see you. And I'm like, you've got, like, you've got to be kidding me. Like I'm dying. I'm like, what am I going to do? And he's like, it's gotten really late. Like I overslept, like I'm going to have to go. And I'm like, wait, what? And he hands me money to get an Uber. Oh, wow. And that just like, that was, when I was like, this is, I, I was just kind of done after that, which I knew immediately, like, I didn't feel like the chemistry, but then it was like, what is this? And then like, I went home and I'm like, I just had coffee with Peter's dad in a robe. I just spent the night at his house. And I'm like, the show's still on. Like, I'm like, what did, what just happened to me? And I get home and then like, he texts me and it was like, so good to see you, bud. It was so great catching, like something like really like glad we have each other. I'm like, wait, what? And I was like, why are you being so nonchalant about this? Like, I don't know if that was such a good idea. Like it was, and at that point, and then he like calls me and like starts wanting to talk about Madison with me, literally the next day talking about how he still like cares about Madison. And I'm like, wait, I don't know why I'm in this position, but I don't like it. And, um, it was just so messy. And then like, I'm watching, like knowing all this has happened. And I was kind of over it after that, like after the next, like the few texts and things between us, I was like very turned off. Like I already was turned off. I like very turned off about how it was all handled. Cause I'm like, this guy sweet guy. He's not okay right now. Not making great decisions. And I'm obviously not making great decisions either. And I think at that point I was like, there's, there's not anything here anymore. Like it's already dead. I mean, he's making a lot of F boy maneuvers, uh, like the text message, like that's basically like sup you up. And then like the here's 20 bucks for your Uber home. And then like the next day texting you and being like, love seeing you, bud. That's not what you say to someone you slept with the night or hooked up with the night before. And then wanting advice about another girl. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, what? And it's so like, 
I think Peter has a kind heart. I really do. Like, I'm not trying to like talk shit about him at all, Mm -hmm. but I'm just telling the obvious, this is what the experience that I had. And, um, then like to see how he then was with Kelly at some point and then like how everything played out. And then he starts doing press and like sends me a, a text message basically to make sure that I'm on the same page of what he says for press. Mm. And that was when I was just like, I wasn't going to say anything anyway, but, um, I was just really over it. And that thing, that's when I really wanted to like distance myself from everything. And, um, but he did apologize. Like he sent me a, a few messages apologizing even before the book came out. But at that point I was just, especially after all that and like that kind of being where I'm like, I want to separate myself from this for a while, just for, for protecting myself and in my heart and needing to heal from everything. Um, so yeah. Have you talked to him? Have you talked to him since the book has come out? Um, he sent me a text about it and was really kind. Um, did it say, Hey, come snuggle? No, it didn't. It didn't say that. (laughs) But he took it really well. I haven't really messaged him back yet, but um, because I think he wanted to, you know, talk about it more publicly. And I don't think there's really much more to say. Yeah. So, but I wish him well. I really do. Like, all, like I said, like all the guys that I talked about, I am not trying to be malicious at all. And I all, like, I've seen parts of their, their heart that are really great. Um, and, and, I, and I wholeheartedly say that. But in the experiences, I learned that maybe my old patterns and um, like the the way that I was feeling and the emotions I had just didn't allow me to have a safe, healthy relationship with, with anybody at the time. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts... Rachel Cruz and George Camel talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending... $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. (laughs) 
<laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Listen, I'm running out of time with you. Uh, we only got through the Peter of it all. I do need to know, like, I need to know the Tyler Cameron. Gigi thing into quarantine because it seems like it seems even more awkward than having coffee with Barb and Peter's dad after the hookup session. The whole Gigi and yeah, that was that was really hard. And I think that's where like (laughs) I taught I immediately after I got engaged to Jed was still like very open about like, I don't know if I'm okay. Like I still have feelings for other people. Like I'm trying to make the best decision. I'm making the safest decision, but I can remember like my parents love Tyler and they're like, you can change your mind. Like I know it's close, but you can change your mind. And I just felt like I couldn't. So I think I always had, even from the beginning, like was like that. What if, and like, did I make the right decision? And then when all the Jed stuff came out, I was like, Oh my God gosh, I have the worst picker in the entire world. And, <laughs> um, and yeah, I was really upset with that, but I think mostly upset because there were already some signs with Jed that it was like, just not going to work out. And it was even before that, like really like the, the next day I was like, what did I just do? Yeah. And, um, then I was just so hurt by like, oh my gosh, like I had at that time, Lily, but two amazing guys that I really did care for. And I didn't have the opportunity to like have that happy ending with them, like that, that love story that I maybe could have had. And then, um, but Tyler, I think was the one that I was like, I don't, 
think I gave it a chance enough or like, I wish I would have given it a chance sooner. Why don't you think you gave him a chance? Was he just like, oh, he's a pretty boy. I can't see a future with him. Cause that's the perception that I got from watching the show. Yeah, for sure. I think I had a lot of, and I talk about this in the book a lot. Like I kept being reminded how I was the dark horse of being the bachelorette and like, um, you know, didn't always feel worthy myself. And then I'm like, I just was always suspect of him. I think of like, what mm-hmm. are his intentions? Why is he on here? It's funny. You were doing that with the wrong guy. You, you chose the guy that you were worried about that exact thing happened with Tyler. For sure. And like, I own up to that, but I think there was a part of me that knew he could really hurt me. Tyler yeah. could. And like he and eventually did because of, you know, everything. Um, and I think I was scared of that, but like you said, like ended up (laughs) that happened with a different guy. Um, and I just, I don't know. I just wasn't sure of his intentions and I'm like, why does he like me? I don't know. And then I like, I truly did fall on the sword with him. I was very like, this is how I feel about you. I called him. Like, I feel like I made a mistake. I know that like you probably moved on, but like, I just felt like I needed to tell you that. And I was like, I would just love, like, I don't like real life is so different than being on a show. Like we really haven't spent that much time together, but I'd love to get to know you more. And he was like, well, I actually, so I called him after everything. Um, but in the, while the show was on, he was like, well, I actually like thought we could maybe hang out when I was in California, like doing the, um, after the final rose. And I was like, I'd love that. Like, I'd really love that. Well, then like the producers like find out that we have talked and they're like, well, would you ask him that on the finale? And so I talked to him. I was like, are you okay with that? Like, I just want to make sure. Um, I think everyone wanted me to have like this, something to look forward to and something happy with like an engagement not ending. And so I, I like called him like, are you okay with this? Like, I know we're not like, trying to like date, but like, we just want to get to know each other again. And he was like, yeah. So when I asked him out, like it was, it was already like talked about. And so I was hopeful. And then we did hang out. Um, like when I, cause I had to go to New York and I came back and it, it was great. Like we just spent the whole night talking. Like we ended up kissing. Like he was like, I haven't felt like he's like, I have like talked to different girls. I've been on dates. Like I haven't felt this much even just like a hug with you than I have with anybody else. And like, you know, I, it was very intimate and like vulnerable and talking about how we still had feelings for each other and talking about, you know, maybe like we kept getting offered trips and things and like going on these trips and our mom's meeting and how, and like, I was hopeful. Like, I was like, wow, like this. And, and, and at first, like I was timid, like I didn't expect him to like, just be okay. Like I knew I had hurt him, but then I was, I was really hopeful. We talked all the next day. And then the next day, I think this might've been when I last saw you. I can't remember. I did not last, but maybe I saw you this day. I had to do the, um, whatever, what the ABC, uh, press day for, Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was called. And we had been talking that night and then he called me and he was like, Hey, um, you know, I've been having so much fun talking with you and like, I really do want to see where this goes, but I just want to make sure like we're dating other, like that it's okay if we're dating other people. And I just, this was a really quick conversation. I was like, um, yeah, like I know we're not dating like exclusively or anything, but like for me in my heart, I just dated 30 guys and that didn't work out well. So I just kind of want to see where this, if this, if there's any potential in this for me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I get that. Can we, can we just talk about it later? Like, I'll call you later. Cause it was like a quick call. And I was like, yeah, sure. I remember I went to go eat at like Bossa Nova. And then I started getting these pictures showing up on my phone, like a few hours after we talked of him and Gigi together. And I had even talked to him about Gigi following him. It was like, oh man, like, that's really cool. Like, you know, talking about it, like, and that, that really, that hurt me truly so bad. I just felt 
like what's going on? I didn't know what was going on and he didn't call me. And then the next morning I had to get ready and I was going in to the fire of press because everything came out. And I was so confused because like a few hours before we were talking about, you know, going on trips together, like my mom coming to Florida to meet his mom, like all these things. And uh, yeah, so we had a, a conversation on the phone. It did not end well. I was really upset. He didn't, I don't think, understand what that felt like for me at that time to have to go in and now talk about this again. I just felt really embarrassed and hurt. And then we didn't talk for a while. Like we were over it. Do you think that subconsciously he did that to you uh, almost as revenge? Because you did it to him effectively. You chose some other person um, and kind of like ripped, ripped, his heart out. Do you think that subconsciously did that? Um, I, yeah, we kind of talked about that before. I yeah. think a little, but also like if I had the opportunity to date Gigi Hadid, I'd probably date her too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he wanted his opportunity to, to date, but at this, I think just the way that it, it was handled felt really disrespectful. And, um, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I definitely understood, but I, I think I needed some communication of like, what is going on? Cause I, I mean, I will ask every question. I obviously can talk to a brick wall. Like I can talk. So like, I, I wish he would have told me, prepared me a little bit because it's not like he was just dating some random girls, Gigi Hadid. Like, of course that's going to come out. Well, yeah. And there's a little bit of, Hey, we got papped last night walking out of, beauty in Essex or whatever it is. And, uh, I know this is gonna be coming out, so I better hit up Hannah before she sees it. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of, uh, okay, I got to go fix this real quick because I know it's going to be a thing, uh, yeah. which makes it a little shadier. Yeah. And then, then after that, I was like, so like my, I was so heartbroken and I, but I dried my tears and I like had to put on the space of being like this strong, independent woman. Cause that was just what I felt like I was positioned to be at that point. And then I was like, I'm winning this dang mirror ball. Like I just really focused on that. Cause I, I was like, I need a win. And I think he like messaged me once for my birthday and I was just like, thanks. And then we saw each other once at the people's choice awards and he like came up to me and I'll be honest, I was not very nice. Like he tried to talk to me and I was like, we are not cool. And mm. I looked at him, I'm like, we are not cool. Like, I do not want to talk, like talk to you. But then when I saw his, his mom and I talked all the time, like she would, she really was like a team Tana fan and would like send me like, have you, have you, are you guys talking yet? Like send nice things he said about me. And we just kept a, a relationship and she, I, I loved her so much. And, um, when I saw, because I got tagged in literally everything he ever did, that he posted something about his mom, and I had just talked to her two days before, I was like, what's going on? Like, and at that point, I was like, I just want to reach out. And like, this is a time that I want to just be like, hey, like praying for you. And then like, he messaged me. It was like, I was literally just holding my mom's hand. Like she loved you. And I was like, why is he using past tense? And he was like, I, I was thinking about you. Like she loved you so much. And I'm like, what? And after that, like, it was like everything else just like took a seat and like took a back seat. And, um, I was able to like, we, we talked, he was like, I would really love to get on the phone and just like put everything behind us. And we did, we really, he apologized. We were able to talk to each other. Like a day later, my brother had an overdose and, um, I had somebody to talk to with that and he was, he was there for me. And I, I don't think this is a good thing, but I think we formed a trauma bond (laughs) where we were both going through something really traumatic and hard at the same time. And so we could be there for each other. And I went down to Florida and during the funeral and everything, like I was there with him. Like he, he made sure I had somewhere to stay. He stayed with me. Um, we, 
you know, I, I met all his friends. I was at everything. He like really wanted me to be there. And I was so thankful. And I remember being like, wow, like I really care about this dude, like this guy and, and telling him and him still saying he cared about me, but I also knowing he was in this like really, um, like terrible situation with like losing his mom and like having to be there for his family. So I was not pushing anything, but it was obvious there was still like something there. And then he invited me back down. This is before I knew what quarantine was. And I wanted to get away from my trauma, which was my brother was a drug abuser and uh, had three times the more fentanyl to like kill a person. And it was a long time. He, he'd been struggling for a while and it was kind of like a little secret our family had. And I was the person that was able to pay for him to go to a rehab center. And I like came back for that and like wished him well. And then I just wanted to be away. Cause my family was like, just so upset. Cause I mean, he, he died and he came back to life. Like it was, it was, it, it was traumatizing. And so I left mine, my trauma to go to his. And that was a really like, I'll just say like, that was a hard um, time to have any type of relationship, but I don't think it was really helpful for us because I'm, I'm in a place like I'm not in my home territory. I only know people that are his friends. I'm like staying with his family members, you know, like, I'm, I'm staying in his bed with him. Like there's feelings there, but some days like he just didn't want to deal with it, but I'm like there, like, what do I do? Did he want you there? Like, I know that you got stuck because of COVID, but did he want you to stay? Were you like, like a, almost like a, like a comfort for him, like a, some sort of pacifier? I think so. At some points. Yeah. I think there were sometimes like he wanted, like, we were over each other. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we would literally not talk for like a day to each other. It was in a, in a small house, but, um, yeah, I think I was, I, like I said, I think there was a trauma bond there that like, I was like (laughs) literally and figuratively like his comforter, his blanket, like just somebody to be there. But for somebody who has emotions and like feelings for somebody it was, it would really toy with my head. And of course I did want to be like, what am I doing here? And he did not want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard and it caused a lot of friction. And, um, then it like really messed with my head. Cause then I'm like, why this guy who said he loved me and you know, we haven't been intimate, but like he, he hasn't even like tried to make a move on me. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? You know, and then I go into what every girl goes into and not that I don't think he meant that at all, but like, it just caused some insecurities to come up. Um, but like in all that, like, I think like, I don't, I'm not trying to say anything bad about him. I think he could have handled a lot of things differently. And then like, even after the fact of like him being like, we're still like, I just, let's just figure it out. I'm like, what does figure it out mean? You know, what does, what does that mean? Because Mm -hmm. figuring out gives me hope. And I don't want to have like hope if like, you don't want to be with me. And like, are we, do you just want to be friends? And he's like, I want to be friends and like, see where it goes. And I'm like, you can't say that. Don't say Mm -hmm. where it goes because I don't know how to handle, like, I don't know what to do with that. So we just had a lot of like, yeah, there was just a lot that happened. And um, ultimately I just don't think that timing ever worked out for us. And if we are really what each other wants, but we have, such we you know we just had a, a connection because of everything we've been through. Well, listen, I feel like I could do like three more hours with you on this, <laughs> um, but I guess uh, that's a good uh, cliffhanger for everyone out there listening. If you want to hear the rest of the story, go buy Hannah's new book, "God Bless This Mess: Learning to Live and Love Through Life's and Through Life's Best and Worst Moments." It's out now. Um, do you do the audio book? Are you on Audible? I did do the audio book. Nice. Yeah. So if you like a Southern accent, (laughs) there you go. Well, Hey, listen, um, it's good to see you. Uh, congratulations on, on releasing this book. I know it's not easy to, uh, to write a book, let alone write a book about your life. 
let alone write a book about your life, which, you know, uh, has a lot of ups and downs, which I'm sure was uh, difficult. So I applaud you for your bravery in doing that. I imagine this is going to help a lot of girls out there who are going through not the same thing, but similar things with boys and stuff. So um, you rock and it's always wonderful to talk to you. You're the best interview ever. You can literally, I can ask you one question. You'll go for 45 minutes. I know. I, was, I it's, it's bad. I'm definitely long-winded, but I'll give you all the information. You need. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to promote while you're here? Um, yeah, I'm going to be doing some, uh, if, if you're in the Los Angeles area on December 4th, I'm going to have a, um, live show. Um, Tawny Rad's going to be my moderator. We're going to talk about the book and, um, it'll be a good time. It's December 4th at the Hollywood Improv. You can get tickets, um, on my link tree in my bio at Hannah Brown on Instagram. And if you're in Alabama, uh, I'll be, um, doing some book signings at local Barnes and Nobles and Books a Million. So check that out. But it'll all be on my Instagram uh, for any information. Well, thanks again, uh, Hannah. And also, I, we didn't even get to talk about it, and I feel bad. But shout out to your current boyfriend, Adam, who's I'm sure having to uh, wade through <laughs> a lot of crap right now. So uh, shout out to him for being a, a good man and having to. Kind of deal with this right now. Hannah, yeah. thank you so much. It's wonderful talking with you and I uh, hope to see you again soon. Maybe at the next Golden Globes. Yes, maybe. <laughs> thank you. Bye. All right. See ya. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth: no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible simple to use, 
and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.